Dropout Podcasts. On the surface, it seems like a friendly competition, but that is simply the emotional unavailability bred into the British people from the days of yore. Beneath their skin, they would remove the veins of their opponents if it were to give one extra bit of lift to the Victoria sponge. If they were to have a soggy bottom, they would strike themselves from the earth, walk into a bus, a double-decker bus in London town. I've really lost the thread on this one. It's Great British Bake Off! Yay! Hey, everybody. Welcome to Table Pop, Dorkly's RPG show where we take pop culture uh, things, TV shows, movies, and turn them into tabletop role-playing games, whether or not that's a good idea. Uh, I am your host, Brian Miller, and with me, as always, is my good buddy, Eli Uden. Hi, everybody. Uh, London. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous about having to do a British accent at any point. Uh, have you having to do it? Yeah. Well, you might. I, I may, in fact, have to do that. Uh, very good at British accents, though. Across the table is Carolyn Page. Hello, I'm from London uh, town. I cr- come on there, Barbie, with you. <laughs> uh, you'll figure it out, I assume. <laughs> Just you seem more and more like a senile grandparent. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about, eh? We just accidentally found an old person who yeah. looks vaguely like Carolyn. <laughs> Uh, also, we got him again, Brennan Lee Mulligan from oh. Dimension 20 College Humor. Woo! It's me! <laughs> Thank you so much for coming back, man. Of course! Um, it's really, really excited about this one. Uh, since we have you this week, uh, we thought there's no way in hell we're not going to get to play in a Brendan Lee Mulligan game. Mm. Uh, so we're doing Great British Breaking Show, and you're going to GM it. Yeah, Yay! very honored. Thank you so much. Oh, yes. Very honored to come and uh, GM for Table Pop. My goodness. Um, well, I'll get us started. So we're going to be uh, uh, having a little... Uh, RPG in the world of the Great British Bake Off. Also on Netflix, sometimes called the Great British Baking Show because they thought Bake Off would alienate Americans, <laughs> I guess. It's too con- confrontational. It's too <laughs> confrontational. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what Americans hate in their reality is confrontation. Um, uh, so uh, uh, we're going to be playing uh, some characters that are engaged in an episode of the Great British Bake Off. Um, let's go around and introduce our characters, if you'd be so kind. Uh, Carolyn, I want to start with you here. Hello, I'm Charles Mothers. There's some things you need to know about me. Is well, First of all, my wife's dead. <laughs> so dead. Dear Martha, we miss her every day. She brought such life and warmth to the house, and it, t- it isn't the same without her. Then, also, I'm a cockroach farmer. <laughs> I take the cockroaches, breed them up, all kinds, ones from Southeast Asia, Standard good British cockroaches, and then ones from all around the world. I also like to brew my own gin, and I drink it up, and I've got bad cirrhosis. (laughs) That's me, Charles Mothers. Uh, Wonderful. And uh, we have three stats in this game that will be the main things that you guys are rolling to accomplish your objectives. Uh, The stats for all three characters are great, British, (laughs) and baking. Uh, 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 And the higher the stat, 
uh, because you're trying to roll under your stat tier. So the higher the stat, the better you are at it because it's easier to roll under that stat. Right. So uh, would you let us know where your character's strengths and weaknesses lie? That's right. Well, having fought in the war and killed those goddamn Nazis, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm great. I've got a grade of fifteen. British, pretty British. At, <laughs> at nine, and then my baking is eleven. There you go. So your British is not the best score you have. You do I do detect like a faint Irish brogue. Sure, your... I'm from. I've <laughs> I've fought for Irish independence. For <laughs> <laughs> cool. So maybe we fought Nazis and then also maybe killed British soldiers at some point. As maybe, the Irish mayhaps, the but that's all behind me now. And I just like to putter with my cockroaches and kiss the pictures of my dead wife, Martha. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, uh, Eli, who are we playing over here? Hello. Uh, my name is Portia. <laughs> Crumbleby. Um, I'm an aerospace engineer for the RAF, um, <laughs> currently building a craft that I'm not quite allowed to speak on. It's, uh, it's top secret. I've won 13 architectural awards from the government. I uh, graduated top of my class at Oxford, actually considered uh, England's greatest ar living architect. But I do like to bake. Uh, <laughs> I've got, uh, got me a dog, I love him. His name is Arthur. <laughs> Just here for maybe a little bit of a good time. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> the best episode we've ever done. Uh, uh, wonderful. Uh, and what are your stats that we have here so far? Oh, uh, well, I'm not so great, I guess. <laughs> Nine. Gotcha. I'm, I'm for British, I'm 11. All right. And baking 15, I guess I'm all right. <laughs> I guess I'm okay. It's not quite as... I've Made quite a bit of rocket fuel, which is quite particular. So, you know, baking I find to be quite easy. <laughs> Thank <Wonderful>. you. <laughs> Wonderful. Porsche Crumbleby. Um, and then, Brian, who are you playing? Uh, the name is... Uh, ooh, that wasn't quite it. Uh, <laughs> we'll get there. I'll figure one out by the end of the show. But uh, I'm playing uh, Phil Nebin. Uh, things have been a little rough since the divorce. Uh, really just, uh, really got into baking. Therapist said I needed a hobby. Uh, hoping to do well on the show so that my kids, Kyle and Matthew, hello, uh, <laughs> will stop calling me a tosser in front of my wife's new husband. Uh, <laughs> I, it's really important to me, uh, to impress my children. And also I sell scooter insurance. Uh, I have a dream one day of selling insurance for four-wheeled vehicles, but, uh, we'll get there. Um, I'm, I'm also, uh, I'm trying out a, a hat. I'm I'm into hats now. Uh, and my my stats are a great of eleven, a British of fifteen, and baking of nine. I, I'm still learning. <laughs> <laughs> By far the most British of us. Yeah. <laughs> still uh, yeah. uh, incredible, um, guys. Uh, so to set our agenda, we're going to be uh, taking these characters through a journey on an episode of the Great British Bake Off. Um, I'm gonna give you guys your uh, health levels now. And the goal for you guys is to survive this episode. Uh, uh, so the health levels I'm gonna give you guys uh, uh, in descending order from the highest health you can be. Uh, the first one is uh, really very well pleased with that. <laughs> really very well pleased with that. That's your highest. Um, uh, 
So that if you're there, you are like buzzing, right? That's right. the that's what you can be. I'm gonna give you the the level that you are starting at. So this is where your median, your neutral. Uh, underneath that one is so right. Uh, so right. That's S apostrophe A W apostrophe R I G H T. Beautiful. Um, Do I need to leave it? So that is is that oh, directly there's, there's below be, really very well. There's going to be three of these health levels in total, right? Okay. So that's the the second one. Um, and the the last one, which is the one right before you exit, the last one is absolutely gutted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so you start in the middle, uh, and of course, if you get knocked down past, uh, it, it is not possible to go above. Really, very well pleased with that. That's the that's your ceiling. If you go below absolutely gutted, you cry on camera, which for a British person means death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the end of your They've life. Seen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen my truest self. Um, <laughs> We're just going to do mighty boosh voices. <laughs> no fielding. It'd be very appropriate. Um, yeah. Wonderful. Uh, guys, it is a beautiful summer's day out in the country near the manor house. The big white tent is just baking in the sun, and there's little butterflies and some meh, little lambs sort of prancing <laughs> around, and a large camera crew. Uh, Paul Hollywood's uh, terrible sports car is parked <laughs> not where it's supposed to be, closer to his trailer. You guys are led by a host of delightful British PAs to get the first shot where you all walk down down uh, the steps together. There are a couple of other contestants here with you, of course. Um, there is Daisy Lockwood. <laughs> Daisy Lockwood is 16. She's a little a young girl, and it, it she's so nervous all the time that it is a medical issue. <laughs> it's probably not okay that she's here. <laughs> um, uh, you see that there is a, a big cockney girl, Gordie Lummox who's walking with you as well. Uh, and there's like a, a sort of like hip Londoner, uh, Gaia Lakshmi, who's like, she's like, she does like kickboxing and cardio, <laughs> and she's like really fashionable. Um, on all, some other contestants walk with you into the tent. Um, uh, what do you guys do as you walk into the tent and you see that your stations arrayed before you? All of you know that this is patisserie week. Complex French pastries, uh, sugar work, uh, shoe pastry, lots of different kinds of things. Uh, what do you guys do as you guys go to your stations? Uh, so I'm probably, so Phil's probably like getting to the station, making sure everything's sort of in order, really nervous, really worried he might be like ahead of, the, or uh, getting ahead of himself here. Maybe made a mistake coming, but mm -hmm. trying to keep his head up. So he's just making sure everything's kind of in order at his station. Lovely. Um, you see that next to you, your sort of station partner sort of across from you, is the oldest English woman in the world. Um, her name... Sorry, just to be clear, is this like our first, is this our first day at the tent? This is your first day in the tent. Okay, so you're in her, it's kind of intense. Um, this woman has thick Coke bottle glasses. She looks like Queen Elizabeth, but um, you see that she looks over at you, her name is Joni Dickers. And she goes, oh, you had another time for you tonight. You get another pause with that? Hello. <laughs> uh, I'm going to need you to make a British check to attempt to understand Joni. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. Um, so uh, for anyone listening, uh, just the audio version or have this alt tab, we currently have a tabletop cake in the center of the oh, table. Right. And uh, Tony, our producer, director, uh, showed up. 
probably a couple, like, a minute before we went live, was like, roll the dice in the cake. <laughs> and, uh, Showed up hammered. No. <laughs> yeah. Don't but, even uh, waste it. Hell yeah. So that's what I'm going to I'm gonna do now. I believe we were told there were going to be napkins at some point, but there aren't. Um, here, so here we go. I'm rolling British. Uh, British is 15, so actually I have a pretty good shot here. Wonderful. Nine. Nine. <laughs> Beautiful. Leave it in the cake. Um, sound. I uh, wish we had the cake, mic. The cake? That, was <laughs> that was the most <laughs> pleasing thump yeah. I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Uh, so, you see, yeah, Joni speaks to you uh, uh, incomprehensibly, but you understand everything she's saying. So she goes to you, <laughs> you don't know the time of the And you load it into your crumpets. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> she nods and smiles back to you. Um, uh, Charles, you walk over to your, what are you doing as you walk over to your station? I'm taking out, I've brought some of my homemade cockroach protein that I'm going to put it into my baking shit and give it a little bit of kick. So I'm bringing out a packet and picking out the legs from it. Just listen, when you grind them up, there's still a bit of legs in there. Uh, Guy looks over and says, What's that? What's that you got on that bag? It looks awful, like little bug legs. <laughs> no, it's good. It is bug legs, but it's just a little bit Wait, of cockroach. Wait, I was I was trying to mock you. Is that really bug legs? <laughs> it is. <laughs> it, they're quite good. Would you like to taste it? No, it sounds awful. I don't want to put a bug leg in my mouth. Well, there's a lot of things you haven't tried yet. I bet I could show you how to try. <laughs> Go in, go in. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to make a British check for me as well, okay. if you'd be so kind. Okay, my British is right, nine. Right on the cake. Yeah, oh like fuck! Right. Oh god. God. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's call that an eighteen, huh? Eighteen. Um. Uh. Immediately, though, you guys feel the whole tent sours on Charles <laughs> right out of the gate. This, this beautiful young woman was disturbed by his bag of bug legs, and he immediately hit on her, and it's a bad look. Um, no one's into Charles's whole deal. Uh, <laughs> who's this guy with the bug parts who's trying to fuck people day one? Cameras aren't rolling yet. Um, <laughs> uh, Porsche, what do you do over to Governor's Station? Um, so long, and I assume this is all like all of our stations are professionally set up. Right? Yes, they're that's like correct. super, but even like professionally spotless. I just I'm like looks a little untidy, doesn't it? <laughs> and I just like very quickly put into the most efficient like possible setup. Uh, I would actually like you to give me a just saying that uh, to um, uh, give me a British check with advantage. So you're gonna okay. roll twice and take the lower of the two rolls. All right, got to roll under an eleven. Into the cake. Wow. Oh. You missed the cake, my friend. Well, that one's the... Now, I don't get the advantage anymore. <laughs> I feel like simply one. 15. 15. No. No. Uh, so you say it's a little bit untidy, uh, and you see that there's like a little gasp, uh, and you see that... Uh, it's a little untidy. Uh, you see that uh, one of the PAs whose job was to clean ahead of time, whose name is Nigel, says, I'm sorry, did you find your station to be somewhat untidy? Oh, no. It's just... It's good... Could be a little more efficient, I thought. If you moved a couple of things, could be. It was my job to clean it, and I'm so sorry. Oh, uh, well, you know, it's not, it's not, you're not trained in cleaning. Uh, so, you know, I think you did very well for yourself. <laughs> I think you look quite dashing in your, in your clipboard and headset and... 
When I walked in, everyone said, oh, look what a good job he's done on the tables. <laughs> and I said, yeah, and then, you know, maybe I'll just, I'm overwhelmed by the lights. I thought it might be, you know what it was? It was probably the shadows <laughs> that I thought was untidy. <laughs> He looks <laughs> up after his stream of consciousness and just goes, I failed. Pip, All pip. right, then. And <laughs> he, he just like, walk, you see him drop his clipboard and walkie-talkie and walk directly into the forest. He <laughs> walks out. Uh, the cameras start rolling. You see that uh, Paul, Mary, Barry, uh, Sue, and Mel, we're going we're gonna to backdate this one back to the Mel and Sue seasons. Yeah. Um, you see, they come out, and they, uh, you see uh, Sue says, "Good morning, bakers, and it's lovely to see you all today. This week is patisserie week, and as you well know, we will be asking you to make delightful confections, chocolates, and all sorts of goodies that we would find in any Parisian patisserie window." Now, to begin, your first challenge. And Mel starts speaking and says, "We would like you all to make two dozen French Madeleine cookies, spongy, sweet." cookies, dip them whenever you like, your signature bake, the type of madelines that you would make routinely at home, as I'm sure any normal person does, making madelines just whenevs <laughs> for people in their lives when they would like them. So it's up to you. You have two hours. Good luck. And <laughs> and you yeah. see they uh, step back, uh, and you see that uh, all of you guys have a chance to make your signature Madelines. Uh, 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 let's go ahead, uh, and we'll just go around the table again. Uh, what's Charles doing for his signature uh, Madeline bake? Well, Charles always loved Madelines. Wait, what's the exit? What's the exit? Martha always loved a Madeline. We'd make it with lavender from our garden. So we're going to make, and I brought some of my gin too. So I'm going to make lavender and gin soaked madelines. They're better than they sound, and just as good as they look. <laughs> uh, wonderful. So you're going to use, uh, are you using dead wife or bruise own gin? I'm going to use, I'm going to go with dead wife. It makes for better TV. Um, so, uh, so go ahead. Um, you're going to roll with advantage because you, you're using your dead wife stat here. Um, so you're going to roll with advantage and you're trying to roll under your baking score. Now, if I roll some of the numbers on here, I won't be able to tell what they are. Because you wipe them away. Covered in frosting. Yeah. Oh, all right. Hoi! Mm -hmm. A 12. <laughs> uh, it's just above me baking. Well, you're going to roll with advantage because oh, that's with your dead right. wife. I've gone senile, Brennan. <laughs> you know. Here we go. Hoi! That's a 20. <laughs> <laughs> so you see, uh, the camera comes over. Uh, you uh, spectacularly fail. Um, but you come over, the camera comes over to you, uh, and you see that uh, Sue goes, Right, Charles, what do we have here today? What type of Madeline do we have here today? I'm going to make a gin soaked in lavender Madeline. And then I'd like to just, you know, fucking don't Ooh, piss don't curse, Charles. Ooh, don't on curse the on the show. show. Oh, sorry, I'm a bit drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, right, well, you know, uh, oh, I don't like when you look at me that way, Charles. I must say, not at all. Not one I really bit. I like this character. <laughs> this, this is my reality now. <laughs> um, uh, just a full fifth of a bottle of just 
glug, 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 gin goes in there. So there's just like a soupy, sugary mess of hot gin on the stove. Just the way Martha you <laughs> liked it. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sorry, Charles. How did your wife Martha pass away? She drank uh, herself to death. <laughs> so pretty. Such a pretty way to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so so sorry, Charles. Well, thank you. Um, um, you see that uh, Daisy comes over to you actually because her bake is going. Let's actually see how well her bake is going. <laughs> oh my God! 17. That sound. Seventeen. Um, she gets very nervous. What is that? Is that a one? That's a one. Hey! That's a one. hey! All right. Uh, so you see that Daisy comes over and says, uh, "Mr. Mothers." I'm so sorry. I heard that you were having a hard time, and I just—I see you're over here, and you've got a big hot bowl of gin, <laughs> <laughs> and also you, your shirt is slightly undone. Could, would you like some help? My challenge is going rather, r- rather scrumptiously right now. I'd love some help, you scrumptious little bitch. Oop! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, I'm gonna need—I'm gonna need a British check with disadvantage. <laughs> No idea what that is. That's a nine. Right on right, it. Disadvan- well, it's disadvantage. Oh, so you're going right. to roll and take the worst of the two rolls. Oh, shit. What happens if I hit? Nine again. Nine again. <laughs> the frosting now. Wipe it off on your apron. The frosting is weighting the dice yeah, improperly. So wipe it off on your apron. That's oh, no. The sanctity of our game. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, cool. Uh, so you got a nine and a nine, so you do make it. Um, you see that you, as you say that, everyone turns over, this giant Scottish guy, uh, uh, Duncan McRae, looks over <laughs> and he goes, Wait, you just call the wee girl a bit, a wee scrumptious hey, bit? just uh, back in my day, just giving a compliment. Right. I'm just yeah, I fought in the war, you <laughs> giant fuck. <laughs> And you see that uh, Mel says, oh, again, to be very clear, you cannot curse on this show. See, bleep it out in post. I've seen the telly. You can enjoy your magic. Uh, uh, awesome. What is Portia up to uh, 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 for her signature Madeline challenge? Madeline's. Uh, like, so as soon as it's announced. Oh, well, I'm not that happy about that one because I do consider my Madeline's quite subpar. I guess I'll just try to prepare the best I can. And then um, I pull out like, ju- like calipers, like a jeweler's loop. I have blueprints. <laughs> I'm like so overprepared. Like, also mentally, I'm a bit off because I believe the man who set up my table might have gone to perish. And I feel <laughs> somewhat responsible. And it's hard because, I s- of course, I've designed aircraft that have taken many a life, but I've never had to look someone while they're gone. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Uh anyways, I think on the chocolate I might be making it look like my dog is one thing <laughs> that I'll do. Alright, so I'm gonna say that you're gonna roll a <laughs> baking check with advantage because loves dog Arfo. Yeah. Great. Perfect. Arfo? Nowhere named, didn't they? When was I went to his, uh, got him from the pound, first thing he said to me was, off. You see the cameraman on, you just sort of goes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know what breed a dog is? Um, I can't. 
It's like the words all just become a deep hum. It's like a white noise machine. I think it's quite interesting to know where he is. He's a golden retriever. <laughs> and I took him to the veterinarian. The veterinarian said he's in precisely the 50th percentile on everything. He's just the most medium dog he's ever seen. So the most medium dog you've ever seen? Yes. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Five. Five and roll with advantage. Oh, yeah. I'm going to frost on there. Nine. Nine. Okay. Uh, five. Uh, uh, you produce wonderful. So your like calipers come out. It's like gleaming like a centrifuge, like a cryo. Yeah, fucking yeah. Thing. Uh, You're like home gear. I have uh, a 3D model like on my laptop. <laughs> uh, incredible. Uh, what What are the Madelines like that you end up producing? Like, what are they? Is there anything special or significant about them? <laughs> Sorry, I was tasting my hair for a second. Um, <laughs> I think that they're just like unsettlingly perfect like mm -hmm. like the curve is you know like they're perfectly aerodynamic i'm like you make <laughs> them by hand with seams on them like they were made by machines <laughs> yeah yeah exactly gotcha. yeah 100 percent. so factory perfect <laughs> completely equal quality battle lines come out yeah. uh uh amazing perfect uh phil uh how does what does phil do phil's phil's got like a mixing bowl he's like desperately trying to like keep this kind of together he's like I like making, I like making Madelines. My 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 kids like them sometimes, not always, but they, they like them sometimes. So I think I'm gonna try it with a little bit of lemon. Um, that's yeah, <laughs> uh, incredible. Uh, well, you really want to impress your kids. I desperately do. Uh, go ahead and give me a baking roll with advantage. Right. Uh, my baking is a nine. Uh, so <laughs> poor Phil. Uh, let uh, oh. it did. We're gonna. Well, I think we caught. We counted an earlier one on All the right. table, so we're gonna count that. That's. I one. genuinely missed the game. <laughs> That's the worst part. Uh, that was not me all nerves. Phil <laughs> Nevin. So it was a fourteen, uh, which is well over. Uh, and what's a five? Five. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey Phil's good for Phil. Yeah, good for Phil. Uh, what did, What did his Madelines end up looking like? Um, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. Together, they are recognizably a Madeline. They're recognizably <laughs> Madeline. So I'm gonna say that you're on your way to making a good Madeline, and you see outside in like a huge sweatshirt, uh, uh, like big thick sneakers, your teenage son Dylan uh, looks out at you and goes, "What the fuck <laughs> off, Dad? Trevor's my new dad." <laughs> uh, uh, oh, he's he does yeah, he's he, oh, it's funny. <laughs> It's not a joke. <laughs> it's a, it's hurtful. I'm looking to get a rise out of you. Take your piss out of you. Making cookies. You're a half man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't respect you. I don't like you. I think, I think Phil takes that in for a second. Right then. <laughs> and so these like sort of little crisp <laughs> Madelines come out. Uh, you manage to like you're so deep in this rattling shit your kid is saying that you actually like don't you like go out of your head and don't do the mistakes you would normally do. You're okay, like, yeah, great. Oh, like okay, like I was like distracted and now I kind of made something that's sort of passable. Uh, wonderful. So we had a five here. You had a five over here as well, right? Uh, yeah, uh, I think so. And then we did not get any. <laughs> <of that. laughs> no. Uh, so judging time comes around, you see that Paul Hollywood and uh, Mary Berry come over. Um, you see that Mary comes over and says, Ah, Phil, well, 
I, these are lovely cookies. Um, they are uh, the the delightfully scrummy. Um, and the moment she says scrummy, you like, oh, you feel like so good. Uh, you've gotten a scrummy, uh, which means, and you write that on your character sheet, a scrummy basically means that you can adjust the difficulty of a roll oh, by wow. two. Uh, so you take your own shot and adjust the difficulty of a roll by two. Um, I'm myself more space. Um, uh, uh, she feels says, feels feeling, "Feeling pretty good." Yeah, uh, that's scrummy, Madeline. Uh, you see that Paul says, "The rule, right, the texture is closed, and there's, you know, they're not overworked, they're not, they're not underproved, but you need to find more of a, a, a way to keep the lighter, fluffier texture to the Madeline." Okay, uh, uh, thank you. Thank you. Stand up straight. Okay. <laughs> Stop <laughs> twitching. Be oh, a sorry. man. Sorry, yeah. Be a man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah to what? Yes to what I'm saying? Yes. Speak in a full sentence. Yes to what you are. I will. Yes. <laughs> Good. It's hard to look at. Um, you see, uh, they both come over to you. Uh, uh, you see that Mary says, Ah, Portia, what do we have waiting for us here on your bench? Uh, do they? I'm sure the Great British they sort of like have the like face to camera sort of thing. Yeah, or or they do have confessionals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or trying to think, their confessionals are mostly practical though. They don't have like a separate room they go to. Yeah. After challenges, they'll go out into the yard and do a straight to camera. Okay. Then I'll just as as I, I put out the Madelines are like perfectly you know aligned, mm -hmm. and I'm like, uh, well I've done a couple Madelines for you. Uh, I think they. You know, right about average. I think they've been all right. I hope you forgive me that some of them are, if you notice, uh, this one is um, actually uh, about uh, five grams lighter than the one all the way on the right. And then the one in the middle is actually right, one gram heavier than the one on the right. right we'll do the judging, so that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to provide that analysis. We're absolutely happy to do that. Um, you see that uh, Paul takes one in his hand and says, uh, now, under your normal job of being an uh, engineer for the RA, for the Royal Air Force, uh, do you normally make cookies there or no? Uh, no, I don't make cookies. I make, right now I'm working on an aircraft that uh, is, uh, if you know the speed of light, we're trying to break it. And we're, <laughs> we're quite close. It's a lot of material sciences. Right, well, these are good Madeline, so that's very, <laughs> thank you. It's very yes. decent work. Um, you, uh, you see, they come over to you. Um, you see that Paul goes, Charles, Charles, <laughs> Charles, Charles. <laughs> You're sitting on the ground with a hot ball of gin in your arms. It's ne ne never been a problem before. <laughs> 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 Why don't you try some? Maybe you loosen up a bit. Uh, you see that uh, Mary goes to put her hands in the bowl. Paul Sutter says, that's raw gin, Mary. Don't touch that. that don't touch that. Um, <laughs> you see, I'm so tickled. Uh, you see, uh, um, he looks and says, right, well, if you were going to have a giant bowl of gin as your Madeline, it should have been cold. <laughs> it should have been ice. It's hot. I don't know what to tell you. It's quite warm in this tent. Right. Summer out. <laughs> right. What was the goal? What was <laughs> what was it supposed to be, Charles? It was supposed to be a fucking medley. <laughs> you, 
again, do not curse at me all right, on this show. On this show, you don't curse at me. Right. Don't silverback me. I'll silverback you. You look at me in the eyes and I respect that. And you're, you're a grown man and you've got your own show and I respect that. But it's my heart bowler, Jean, and if you don't like it, you can go wank off. How about that? <laughs> See, they both look. Uh, you hear them go off. You hear them outside after that challenge being like, being like, well, I thought that Portia and Daisy did rather well. Phil, I thought, carried himself off pretty nicely. He actually managed to, to make some headlines. Now, Charles is in trouble. <laughs> because... You, in these things, you've got to read the brief. We asked for two dozen signature mad lines. Charles heated up a metal bowl of cheese. His face is covered in bug legs. Um, oh my God, I'm crying. Uh, <laughs> um, you see... Uh, uh, wonderful. Uh, so there's a quick, a quick speed round of the cameras coming around and asking you guys how you felt about that challenge. So a camera's on you, Phil, saying, uh, how'd, you, how'd you feel about the challenge? How'd you feel it went? Uh, well, I was, I was, I was really uh, expecting to cock it up real good. Oh, oh uh, I apologize. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm pretty happy with how I did. I think, I think my kids would like them. Uh, give me a flat great check. Great. Uh, this is an 11. Uh, we're going to call that a 14. Mm-hmm. I like cool. rolling in the cake. It's really it's uh, okay. Uh, five fourteen. Um. Uh. Cool. You do not move up or down in health. You, okay. You stay. At, it's all right. Um. Uh. I would look uh, to. Uh, camera comes over to Portia. Mm-hmm. Um. I get like a phone call on my mobile, <laughs> and I'm. I'm sorry. That was uh, Frank Gehry. He wanted <laughs> assistance from me with some architectural uh, ideas. I've done. I've helped him with everything he's ever done. I consider him a bit of a mentee. <laughs> Anyways, I thought the metal lines came out fine. <laughs> um, uh, go ahead and give me a uh, uh, go ahead and give me a great check. Uh, and because you're talking about architecture, uh, go ahead and roll with advantage. Give me a great check with advantage. That's a one. Oh, it's a natural one. one. Uh, You can move your health up to really very well pleased with that. (laughs) In fact, I'd say I'm really very well pleased with that. (laughs) Uh, Cool. Camera cuts over to to Charles. (laughs) All right, Charles. How are we we feeling? I think I did awesome. As the kids would say, did just... Looks good to me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Go ahead and give me a great check with disadvantage. I'm very great. Got a 15. Great. Oh, that's just like right right, up and down. That's right. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it the old. British. We are hurting the integrity of the level field the more we roll. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, 13. 13, so that beats you great. But you're going to do disadvantage. So you have to, you're going to roll again and take the higher of the two rolls. The hardest part about this is because I really want to lick the frosting off, but yeah, I've got that. this mustache on. <laughs> it's a, like perfect. Good point 16. Out. 16, okay. Oh. Um, uh, so uh, uh, you're actually going mm. to... Uh, uh, I'm going to say that because Charles uh, is... 
Uh, I'm going to say that you were very <laughs> pleased with it, that you're going to actually, I'm going to keep you at soul right for right now. It's all right. Um, uh, <laughs> it's all right. Um, uh, cool. Uh, moving on to the next challenge, you see that Mel and Sue come out uh, and go, um, very well. Now, for your technical challenge, we have one of Mary's recipes, and it is deviously delicious. We would like all of you to make your very own Charlotte Roux. This dessert is a French concoction that, in, under normal circumstances, would take three and one half weeks to create. <laughs> <laughs> it was made only one time in history by the kitchen staff of King Louis XIV, and prior to that, every attempt had resulted in the death by execution <laughs> of the chef. You have your instructions in front of you. On your mark, get set. Uh, cool. Uh, uh, I'll start here. Charles, uh, you got the instruction for Charlotte Rue. This is sort of this cryptic thing. Um, go ahead and give me a um, uh, a great check to see if you've heard of a Charlotte Rue before. All right. Here we go. Oh, right on the cross. There you go. Six. Uh, uh, so, Charles, you're, the camera comes over. You've definitely heard of a Charlotte Rue before. Um, what are you thinking? What are you saying as you're looking at the instructions? I've heard of it. I think this is going to be a great time to put my cockroach bits in it. And, <laughs> and uh, it's be a tasty little surprise for everyone to put in their mouth. <laughs> go, go ahead uh, and give me your. So you've heard about it before, so I'm actually going to go ahead and give you advantage on this baking roll. Right. So you can go ahead and take a baking. Uh, Here we go. Baking's 11, middle of the road. Five. Ooh, lovely. Okay. And then, so that's all I need to roll, right? With yeah, advantage. With advantage, right? yeah, absolutely. Right. Uh, you did it. You did I it. I fucking did it. Uh, great. Uh, let's go ahead and give me a great check to see if you've heard of Charlotte Rue before. Sure. Another nice thing that if you're listening to the audio podcast, you should know that frosting has gone into the numbers, which are debossed from the edge of the dice. <laughs> so these will get stinky if you leave them out. <laughs> Is that 11 or 13? 13, I think. Yeah. Okay. So you, so Portia has never heard of a Charlotte Rue before. Uh, what happens if the camera comes over to her? Oh, well, I feel I'm at a bit of a disadvantage on this one. <laughs> I haven't actually heard of a Charlotte Rue before. I was, it wasn't part of my assigned readings when I was graduating at the top of my class from the Oxford School of Architecture. <laughs> um, I'm not quite familiar. I'd have to wing it. You remember I'm a, um, uh, you go remember ahead. I'm a aerospace. Go ahead and give me engineer. a baking check. <laughs> go ahead and give me a baking check with disadvantage. Well, the sound is evolving in not a great way. That one way. fell right into a hole. <laughs> yeah, you just that's choose a, what you that's want. That's a 14. Go ahead and roll it again. Is this disadvantage? This is disadvantage. Oh, God. My God. You've not heard of a Charlotte Rue before. Oh, jeez. This, this is making me sick. It's making me sick. I don't even know that is that a one or seven? That is a four. That's a four. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> the, four, the 14 still uh, gets your baking. Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, so what do you, as you start baking your Charlotte Roux, uh, having never heard of it, are you just like following the instructions? Like what is what is uh, Portia doing? I just have, I think, well, I, I'm quite knowledgeable in general history. And 
based on you know the the linguistics and references from Charlotte Rue, I would. I have no idea what it actually is, though. Do you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, Charlotte Rue is a. Uh, I'll, you know, what? I'll pull up a picture of it and show it to you. Uh, you keep equivocating, and I'll go find a. Uh, I'll find a picture of it real quick. <laughs> so if I, you know, add up all the different pieces of anthropology I'm aware of that might suggest what in my head, if I had to create an idea or an image, if you will, of what a Charlotte Rue is and what might sort of be involved, for which I could develop a recipe from, I think if I had to guess, it would be sort of a cream cake surrounded <laughs> by <laughs> lady fingers and then slices of strawberry. <laughs> and, uh, so I'm going to take a risk and go with it. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, uh, amazing. Um, uh, cool. Uh, Phil, um, go ahead. Uh, give, us our, give us a great roll to see. Mm -hmm. um, so it's an 11. Down the line, uh, oh. 11 on the dot. You've heard of a Charlotte uh, Rue before. I watch a lot of documentaries, and my accent keeps going all over the place. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm I pretty, like, yeah, <laughs> I think we're all yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to learn about histories, unlike Trevor. Just throwing that up. <laughs> Trevor Rose, you got a fast car, Dad. You got a fast car. Yes, but he does not know what a Charlotte Rue is. He shouldn't. That lessens you in my eyes. Ha <laughs> 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 uh, ha. Uh, go ahead and give me another uh, baking check. Great. Uh, and you'll make this with advantage because you've heard of a Charlotte Rue before. Okay. Um, so am, oh, God, am I to understand melting. my scrummy I can Thank add you. two. So you can, can change the difficulty by two, yeah. Gotcha. So I can essentially make my nine and 11 to roll under? That's correct. Gotcha. I would like to do that. Cool. You have to roll under an 11. You're rolling with advantage. Is this an ice cream cake? That's, I'm having the same, like, is it? I Tony, think it you is. you fucking bring an ice cream cake in here? <laughs> Brennan has just stuck his finger into the cake. I don't think it's an ice cream cake. It's very cold. <laughs> no. We are unsure events. <laughs> What uh, producer Cass is you? giving a thumbs up. Guys, cream. I have confirmed it as an ice cream cake. Oh <laughs> my god. Yeah, it's ice cream. Oh, I would have right. eaten this if I know this. Yeah, I'm cake. gonna eat this. That's you have fun. <laughs> you can go in from the side, dog! This guy gets it. You can go in from the fucking yeah, side! Yeah, yeah. Brandon and I are gonna split I'm this wrong. cake, okay? I'm wrong. I'm wrong. If you I... melt it down and reform it, it's like there's no holes at all. One time, this is, this is actually a true story. I'm, I'm gonna have to pause this for a quick second and tell a true story, which is that one time I was on set in a, as a, uh, in a student film while I was in film school, and there was a prop cheesecake that was a real cheesecake, but it had a slice. The camera was over here and it had a slice out of it, and the slice was facing me, so the slice was facing away from camera, and I hollowed out the entire cheesecake between <laughs> takes from the open slice, and then after the last shot, someone moved it and it just fucking deflated. <laughs> <laughs> the whole cheesecake skin collapsed. Uh, go ahead and roll your advantage. Um, uh, great. So I'm using my scrummy so I can roll under an 11. Cool. Oh, sorry. That's Ooh. right. Uh, wow. Eight, that counts. Okay. Um, I missed the cake, but... Uh, and then we got an 11, 11. again. Awesome. Uh, cool. Uh, so you guys make your Charlotte Ruse. Uh, and I think the lowest roll that time was actually... <laughs> Charles. Um, so uh, they come around now. So, so you see they, they're going up in the technical. Uh, I'm going to roll just a flat roll to see, uh, generally speaking, how the other contestants did. Uh, we'll call that a two. Other contestants did bad. So they Ooh. start. Um, uh, you see that one of them is like, um, uh, uh, so uh, number uh, number 12 here, this one. And you see that Joni raises her hand and goes, <laughs> 
militants have to tie to me you want to have more than that powerful. Uh, and you see, they're like, this is uh, just a pile of sugar loose in a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nowhere near what we needed. Um, they keep going along. They get to, um, uh, in third place, we have uh, this one right here. And they point to Porsches. Porsche, uh, nice level uh, edges, lady fingers, even solid bake all the way through. Um, looking at this one, um, the thing that put me off about it was mm -hmm. uh, there were schematics and drawings on the margin along all the sides of it, and a big thing that said mm. Charlotte Rue question mark. <laughs> oh yes, I was doing a bit. I guess I was doing a bit of maths, and then I've forgotten to remove them from their sort of sides of the cake. <laughs> I uh, guess, you know, in, uh, I'll take a responsibility for that the same way I'll take responsibility any time of my an, an aircraft I design crashes and <laughs> mm -hmm. kills the pilot inside. <laughs> Luckily, it's never happened. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, go ahead and give me uh, a flat great check um, uh, to see... How you feel? Because where's your health at right now? Are you? At I'm at Sorrel. I'm at Sorrel, right? No, no, I'm actually really very well pleased. with Oh, that. that's great! You're really very well pleased with that. So go ahead and roll a great check to see how you're feeling. Whoa! <laughs> oh. It is now hanging from Hold the on. side oh. of the cake. Oh, 14. 14. Um, your great is only nine, so I'm afraid you've moved down to Sorrel. Right. Sorrel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, incredible. Um, uh, so. Uh, uh, you see, they say in second place is Phil. Um, uh, Phil, we love yours. Um, the, the it was a good bake. Uh, we loved the cream. The flavors were all there. Um, and you see, Mary says, but we noticed that there was some speckling on the top from what looked like human tears. I I, I, I can see how that happened here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can see how that happened. Mm -hmm. And now, yeah. what does that mean? <laughs> I get quite sad. <laughs> Often. Uh, go ahead and make a British check for me. <laughs> with it, with disadvantage, actually. Great. <laughs> uh, so my, uh, that's a two. two. My, my so it's British is quite high. All right, but you're going to roll with disadvantage. Uh, and that is a 15 on the dot. Okay, you keep it. So you don't immediately lose a health level from okay. being emotional. Uh, but they, they bring you in second place. Uh, and then just give me one. Uh, 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 yeah, so that's your health stays at Sol Rai. Um, uh, they say, and in first place, Charles. <laughs> Charles, the texture, the flavors, all mm. of it was incredible. The, the, uh, the instructions were followed, and there was a flavor in here that I'd never tasted before. Something that uh, it's, cock it's cockroaches. What the fuck did you just say I'm to me? A, I'm a cockroach farmer. And ever since my wife died, I took up a hobby, and it was cockroach farming, and they're full of protein and not as much shit in them as you'd think. I put them in there, you grind them up, and they put them in the cake. Uh, go ahead and give me a great check for me if you'd be so kind. Absolutely. He's really getting soupy on top. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's, that's right. Dead up. Yeah, that's at the top, then, eh? You know what? I'm going to. Yeah, I was going to smooth oh it out God. with a pencil. <laughs> oh, oh, do it. Oh, baby. Oh, 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 oh baby. It's like a little saddle. <laughs> oh, 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 my God. Well, you never ate a little race before? <laughs> 
I guess I know why they frost ice cream cakes now too. <laughs> just That's a six. six. Oh, lovely. Um, yes. um, so you see, um, you see that Mary says, "Ah, Charles, that's absolutely horrifying." <laughs> <laughs> she vomits. Paul says, "Charles, I have to commend you on the on, on the labor, the work. You've done everything correctly." And if it wasn't for your dead wife, I'd kick your ass in front of all these cameras right you now. You could try. This <laughs> fucking face. I'm sorry. <laughs> you see I feel like this character yeah. is now Eli's best friend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you see... You see that uh, Mel says, or Sue goes, all right, well, that's it for our technical challenge. Um, we'll see you all tomorrow. Do be careful. I have never been more certain that a man had a gun somewhere in the tent before. I certainly do. And <laughs> <laughs> <had> a knife. <laughs> um, you all come back the next day for the showstopper. Um, all right, you see that uh, Mel and Sue come up and say, today is your showstopper challenge. We will be asking all of you to create a patisserie window. <coughs> Milfoy, shoe pastry, eclairs, tarts and tartlets, all to your imagination's wildest extent. Fill our hearts with the joy of walking past a Parisian patisserie and seeing what wonders we could behold there. Um, I'm gonna need, the camera's coming around to all of you guys. Uh, we'll start with Charles. Uh, uh, what is what is cropping up in Charles's imagination right now <laughs> no, of a no. patisserie window? Well, I'm going to make everything shaped like titties or dicks <laughs> or a vagina. How do you feel about that? It doesn't matter because I'm gonna do it. Okay? You ever seen a? You see that Daisy comes over and says, Mr. Mothers, you've been shouting about titties and dicks all morning. That's right, I have. Would you like to be my model, you sussy little one? <laughs> Mr. Mothers, I'm 16 years I old. Don't, back in my day, <laughs> and in the war, we didn't have silly laws like the age of consent, right? Eh? You disowned you what you liked and you taked what you liked. Mr. Mothers, the Geneva Conventions have been in place. I don't want to hear your bloody Swiss pussy noises. <laughs> All right? I'm worried that we've lost Carolyn to Charles. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you see that this guy, uh, this guy, Gordy, comes over and just puts a hand on you and says, Oh, well, mate, you need to fucking calm down. You need to fucking take your meaty paw off me while I... <laughs> Hit you with an elbow. <laughs> Look, mate, all right, nobody wants any fucking I'll trouble. I'll kill you right now. <laughs> I'll kill you dead. Use your blood for food coloring. How do you feel about that? Uh, go ahead, give me a great check real quick. <laughs> uh, I don't know, they keep landing up for me. It looks like a three to me. That looks like a three to you? Yeah. Cool. We'll call that a three. You see the gore says, all right, mate, I know you get fucking crazy. Yeah, it's fucking right. <laughs> you back up. You've never seen crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they 
all walk away. You see that some cops show up on the set and a couple of PAs tell the cops to leave as quickly as they can. Um, uh, the, um, incredible. Uh, uh, Portia, uh, yeah. uh, what are you, uh, so yeah, you see that Charles is shared this, and you see this insane illustration comes up on the screen of like, Charles's titty dicks and vaginas cake will be made using a mix of Genoese and Victoria sponge. <laughs> it seems a bit upset, doesn't he? <laughs> oh, well, I've, I, I guess I've decided to tone it down a bit because I really do quite want to win the competition. Because if, if I'm not able to win, well, then I've got to go back to my job designing uh, prototype-type aircraft for the RAF and making uh, £350,000 a month. <laughs> but it is quite a drag. So I've decided to make a functioning perpetual motion machine <laughs> out of shoe pastry and cream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, incredible. So you see this thing. Uh, uh, go ahead and give me a. Um, well, actually, you know what? I'll go. We'll go ahead because we know you're making a professional motion machine. And then it goes to the camera. Goes over to Phil. Mm -hmm. Well, when when Phil thinks of a window, he he thinks of dropping off the kids uh, <laughs> at the house that used to be his that Anna now lives in with Trevor. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it's it's a. He doesn't really think of uh, pastries and things, but uh, he, he tries to get it. He, he gets it together. He gets it together. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, he's just kind of going technically proficient. <laughs> gotcha. So just a classic pastry window, pastry window. Um, uh, I'm going to ask each of you guys to make rolls for me now. I'm going to ask you guys to record these actually on your character sheets if you can. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, so first of all, I'm going to need all of you to make a flat great check for me. Should we do it at once and see how? Yeah, we do it at once and we'll see how it works. One, two, three. Oh fuck. Oh, I think I got an 18. 18. I got a 16. I got Sorry. a 9. <laughs> All right. Everything's coming up, Phil. <laughs> uh, Phil, you get to work. You're feeling motivated by your kids. Now what I'm going to need all of you guys to do is make a British roll for me. Mm -hmm. I'm messy over here. All right. We do it at the same time again? Mm -hmm. Oh, you guys are yeah, cleaning. Yeah, let's do it. Here we go. One, two, three. That's a pure crack on mine, I think. Mm -hmm. um, what was the role for this again? British? Um, uh, the so pure role for this, this is British, yeah. Okay. Three, right? Three, eight? Yeah. I can't tell if it's British. Well, it's below your British score, for three. sure. That's a three. Cool. Right. And a 12, another one for Phil. Charles is not doing well. Okay, cool. In so many ways. <laughs> so, uh, and now what I'm going to need is a baking roll from each of you. Uh-oh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> not Phil Strong soon. Yeah. Here we go. Here's our baking roll. Oh, my roll. God. I've never asked you for anything. <laughs> <laughs> you did that last game. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, five. Yes, uh, there is a god. Uh, uh, Phil, Phil didn't nail this one. <laughs> Phil didn't nail this one. I got an eight. Um, incredible. Um, so uh, you guys uh, are making your showstoppers as best as possible. Um, what were the of the three? What were the ones that you succeeded on? Great and British. Uh, yes. Cool. Uh, what were the ones that you succeeded on? British and big. Gotcha. And were the ones that you succeeded on? Just bacon. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you see, uh, so we're going to go around and start narrating what happens. So Phil, the, uh, you succeeded on Great and British, right? Yes. Um, 
your uh, you try to just do technically sound baking. Your entire oven goes up in flame. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all of your pastries happen. The camera comes on you, and you see that a full can of malt liquor hits you in the head, <laughs> thrown by your teenage son. Um, you see that the camera goes like, Phil. Your pastries have all gone up in flame. You've been struck in the head by a can of malt liquor from your son. And you feel something great and British in yourself. Your pastry is destroyed. You're not going to win Star Baker. Uh, what do you say, looking through the camera, having succeeded on great and British? Utter humiliation. <laughs> a fool in a laughingstock, pitied by all. Well, bugger. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. The tears are sucked back into your head, and you do not fucking cry on camera. You, what, the entire time you've done the one thing you needed to do, which was just stay at, it's all right. <laughs> um, uh, Portia, uh, you succeeded at which ones again? British and baking. British and baking. Um, so, um, you see that the camera comes over uh, uh, as the as they're judging the showstoppers. Um, Mary and Paul come over, and Mary says, um, "Well, this is absolutely delightful. The little wheels of the eclairs turning on the the circuit of this sort of dome here." See, Paul says, "The chocolate gyro and the centrifuge are such great combinations of flavors. You've done something really remarkable here." And he extends his hand <laughs> and gives you a Hollywood handshake. The only thing is this. <laughs> My heart rate's raised to 40 beats a minute. <laughs> um, I'm gonna ask you to make one last great check for us, oh if you'd be so kind. 14, I think. 14? You move down to absolutely. <laughs> but you know why, Portia? Your machine doesn't actually produce perpetual energy. You see that I says, the flavors, the textures, it was all there in the bake. And to think that you're someone that is not a professional baker is incredible. You're, what you've accomplished here is unbelievable. Yes, I'm, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm quite sorry. I'm just a bit disappointed in myself. Why on earth are you disappointed in yourself, Portia? Well, you see the motions of the different interlocking parts and cogs and gears. If I've done my calculations correctly, the Probably uh, only going to continue for two to three millennia. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll just peter out. So I find it a bit discouraging. <laughs> see, <laughs> see Paul says, but it's a baking show, right? You've Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> see, Sue says, I'm sorry, are you upset that you haven't cracked the energy, the human energy crisis? A bit, yeah. Wonderful. You see the cameras come over. Charles, um, <laughs> you, <laughs> you um, make this um, uh, insane fucking Tower of Babel, titties, dicks, and vaginas covered in bugs. <laughs> <laughs> Cream patisserie is like shooting out of dicks. And you see that two bobbies come over, these British cops, and they go, all right, mate, you're coming with us. You're going downtown. you got to come with us. This is a fucking sex crime. No, not the first time. I've been arrested. I fucking killed Hitler's cousin. What have you ever done, you fucking bobbies? Hit 
Hitler's cousin? Which which cousin? What are hey, you talking about? Like you cannot name one. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Take you on. I'll beat you up. He starts fighting the cops. <laughs> <laughs> you see that? Yeah, in the middle of the showstopper, Charles gets thrown to the fucking ground. Actually, let's make opposed great checks. These guys have a great of 11. Okay. Um, they don't beat it. Um, I've got a great of 15. Do I still need to roll? You still need to roll. You need to beat your own great score. 12! Woo! Uh, you see that? Uh, Charles, you grab one of the cop's batons and crack him over the face. But you, you never take me alive, motherfuckers. <laughs> you see, Charles. I just take the bottle of my homemade gin and like spray it in the other one's eyes. Charles! <laughs> he says, it's hot. He says, it's fucking boiling hot! The gin is fucking boiling hot! That's right. <laughs> you see the guy looks over and says, Oh my god, you're a fucking madman! What's your fucking problem? Nothing, I miss my wife. <laughs> Charles, you hear, you hear one of them get on the radio and say, Call in the National Guard! Call in an airstrike! This motherfucker's crazy! Uh, he, says, he looks up, wipes the dirt from his eyes, and he goes like, Charles Mothers, wait, this is Charlie McGee from the IRA! It's just, he's killed fucking hundreds! That's right, I do it again. <laughs> Uh, you hear the sound of a helicopter approaching in the distance. What does Charles do? Um, I think he uh, he looks around, like grabs his bag of cockroaches, grabs his bag of gin, and then he just fucking takes off for the woods. You sprint off into the woods, and you see there's a young PA out there who's just staring, and is about like has a bunch of like rocks in his pockets, and is about to just like walk into a river, and he's like. The workstation was untidy. <laughs> you see, he has like a little golf cart he's taken out here to go like just drown himself and he looks up and sees you with a bag of gin and a bag of cockroaches. I grab him by the scruff of the neck and I say, listen, you, you young fuck, you're gonna give up because you messed up one time at work. Then you don't have the stones to make it as a man anyways. And I slap him and then I spit some gin in his face and then I say, now you fucking get back there and do your job. <laughs> it's what Martha would have wanted. <laughs> you see, he salutes you. <laughs> he goes, you're the most exceptional man I've ever met. You're goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see there's a pair of keys in the golf cart. I take it. <laughs> <laughs> and I go off. I'm going to start a new life. <laughs> um, you see, uh, uh, we come back to the tent. And you see there, it's it's the final thing. You see that uh, Sue steps forward and says, this week I have the lovely job of awarding uh, our uh, star baker. This week's star baker is someone who is modest and humble, but who's always in perpetual motion. Our star baker this week is Portia. <laughs> I've left. I've left. <laughs> <laughs> Portia has left the tent. This week, <laughs> the person I've gotten the short straw is Mel. <laughs> the person who will be going home is Phil. Phil, we are excited to say that because Portia has gone missing, you will not have to go home. But we just wanted you to know that you would have. <laughs> <laughs> Take what I can get. I hope my kids are proud either way. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> Fugger. And as always, if anyone has any information as to the whereabouts of Charles Mothers, please call your local constabulary. This has been the Great British Bake Off. Tutty bye. Hey! Oh my God. Hey! Oh, Absolutely unbelievable. Brennan Lee Mulligan, thank you so much. What a hoot! <laughs> oh my God.
Thank you so much. That was so much fun. Thank you again for doing the show. So uh, two fun. weeks in a row now. Oh. Woo! Uh, hope we can have you on again sometime. That would be, I would love it. Anytime I'm here, I want to do it. That's awesome. Anytime. So Feel free to cast us all in <laughs> Dimension 20 as well. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Throwing that out there. Uh, uh, that's so fun. Look, that's my new thing. If I'm ever getting arrested, what's your deal? Nothing, I miss my wife. I <laughs> <laughs> miss my fucking wife, dude. Oh uh, my God, that's so Guys out there, if you have any ideas for something we should turn to a tabletop role-playing game, it actually turns out Great British Bacon Show kind of works. <laughs> uh, uh, but we'd love to hear your ideas. Let us know on Twitter. Let us know on the Discord. Let us know in the comments on YouTube. Uh, we'd love to hear it. Thanks again for checking it out, and we'll catch you next time. Woo! Bye! Bye. Just stick me. Hello, welcome to my press conference. <laughs> If you're seeing this, <laughs> you're seeing this on your screen. I've taken over all devices in the world. My demands are simple: an end to corporate greed, freeing all sex slaves, and puppies for anyone who wants one. This has been a Dropout podcast. For video of today's show plus more exclusive series, go to Dropout.tv.